Hey Dad fam, it's Ben. Thank you so much for checking out Crits and Giggles. I know I am having a blast playing Chip Walden. We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. And consider joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive of sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is free. You don't even need to register. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It is time for the next page in our storybook. Welcome back to Crits and Giggles. My goodness. I don't know about you guys, but where we are, it's currently so hot. Like, ridiculous hot. Uh, And I'm ready to jump into this cold, cold, cold country of Irisen, (laughs) hoping that it will um, bring a little bit of cooler air into this room with it. What about you guys? Let's say hi to the players. Oh, hello. Hi. Okay, I don't want to take too long because I think tonight's going to be fun. So, what do you say we jump in? Okay. Uh, Before we do that, uh, Candice, Mm -hmm. you don't have a character, so bye. Bye. Bye, Candice. Bye. Oh, it's rude when Jim does it. That was harsh. Oh. All right, let's get into this. What do you say? Okay. A farmer's son, by accident, trod upon a serpent's tail, which turned and bit him so that he died. The father, in a rage, got his axe, and pursuing the serpent, cut off part of its tail. So the serpent, in revenge, began stinging several of the farmer's farmer's cattle and caused him severe loss. Well, the farmer thought it was best to make up with the serpent and brought food and honey to the mouth of its lair and said to it, Let's forget and forgive. Perhaps you were right to punish my son and take vengeance on my cattle, but surely I was right in trying to revenge him. Now that we are both satisfied, why should not we be friends again? No, no, said the serpent. Take away your gifts. You can never forget the death of your son, nor I the loss of my tail. Last week, the Black Riders lost a member of their party. Fighting off an ice troll, a troll hound, and a wickawack. Astrid flew into battle like her friends' lives depended on it. And maybe they did. Maybe their lives depended on seeing the horror and chaos of the regime of Winter Witches and Queen Alvana's Winter Guard take one of their own. Having won the combat, but lost one of their own, the party mourned as Chip asked Skeslin to carry Astrid's body back to the Shrine of the Everbloom, where Solvig could care for her body. Assuring Skeslin her soldiers would be ready, Solvig prayed to Milani for revenge, liberation, and freedom for the city of Whitethrone. The next morning, the party fought off a haunted animate iron stove called the Gobbler that attempted to swallow Miyuki whole. Things got weird, however, when they entered a room that held two creatures. One, a small conglomeration of old broken toys with a cracked porcelain doll's head atop it. Another, an old woman, a witch that turned to Soraya, saying, I was wondering when you'd arrive, dearie. 
faced with the need to save the world from a never-ending ice age, what do you do? Might I ask if this might be a saving throw against spell-like or supernatural abilities of fey creatures? No. Okay. Worth a shot. It was. That's a good, good, good question. Ooh. Uh. That's gonna be. Um. Uh, oh. Never mind. Uh. That's gonna be a. Ten. Oh, oh no! Alrighty like then. <clears throat> Fun. Oh, is it against cold effects? <laughs> it is not. Okay. Uh, let me actually get us over to the map because we're gonna need it. Oh no! Uh, I want to know what this this woman looks like. Ooh, you want to remember what she looks like? All right, all right, I'll show you. Here is the witch you see before you oh. and uh, a general idea of the other little creature that is currently holding Chip's hand, ah. if I remember correctly. Ew. He touched but, me, he's not holding my hand. Uh, Soraya, you see this woman and hear her words as she like reaches her knobby little fingers out towards you and you become frightened. Oh no. A frightened creature flees from the source of its fear as best it can. If unable to flee, it may fight. Uh, if you have to fight, you take a negative two penalty on all attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. But you are uh, frightened and must flee from the source of your fear. That is so frustrating. For five rounds. Five rounds? Wow. Oh. Are we in initiative order? Yeah. Uh, we are. So you're going to stay put right now because it's currently the witch's turn. Um, that wasn't her turn? That was the witch's okay, turn. Okay, okay, okay. I was, I was very nervous. But, <laughs> Miyuki, you had held. Uh, it is the end of initiative. Would you like to go before we circle back to the top of initiative order? Uh, oh, man. Um... I mean, I could try to stab her again because yeah. you know, yeah. push that out of the way. So yeah. let's stabbing do it. is always good, you know. Let's, let's stab. stab. Yeah, I agree. Stab away. Stabbing is always good. All right. Now let's use this die. Okay, time to stab. Okay, okay. Uh, that is seventeen. You see your sword like come right at the neck of this woman. And it like glides right off of her as there seems to be a little extra magic protecting her right now. Ugh. We will go Maybe to the top armor. Stupid. of initiative. Skeslin. What do you do? This woman's standing uh, right next to you. Standing right next to me. Hold on, I gotta I gotta get in my Skeslin costume. Oh boy. Oh what is it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. I like yes, it, Chip, Jim. holding this little bone creature's hand, and I'm like, hey, "Come on, this, this, what, are you, what are you playing around? Or should, should you have this thing?" And he, of course, can't say anything. So, it's like, whatever, fine. I'll turn around. Uh, oh, lady, magic is my purview. Get out of here. I'll reach out and I'll, uh, I'll actually take a five foot step first. So I'm out of range of that little bony 
whatever he is. And then I'll reach out and touch this old lady and probably, hopefully, send 5d6 worth of electricity damage surging through her body. Mm. Actually, I can't see what I rolled. <laughs> that's a that's a 18 against touch AC oh you make contact that's real good uh, oh that one went everywhere uh, not my most impressive roll uh, that's 2 5 plus 8 is 13 points of electricity damage oh just just 13 that's it that's it it's not very impressive I like it uh, real big, I want to shout out Ellie DiLorenzo's in chat. Hi, Ellie. Oh, hey, hey Ellie. Uh, all right, let's move on. Chip, it is your turn now. You currently have no voice. Yeah, this sucks. Uh, that means for anybody uh, that doesn't know, any spells that Chip has with a somatic component, he can no longer cast. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is a real question that I have, uh, and I am unable to find this in either my Hero Lab or on uh, D20, or, you know, I, I haven't looked at Archives of Nethys. Maybe Jim Jam knows the answer to this, because I, as a GM, do not. Does my channel require uh, verbal components? It doesn't. Uh, it just requires you to present your holy symbol. But you have not told me that this is an undead creature. So, well, I mean, it's made out of, like the way I figure is, I mean, it's made out of bones. So I typically would presume something <laughs> well, made out of bones or rotting flesh is undead. But I, will I mean, say, you can technically be wrong. But in the description from last week, I'll put this out there. When you look at it, you see like grayed out, decay, undeath. Okay. Uh, but not you, Chip. When you look at it, you see a conglomeration of tiny toys and a porcelain doll head. Okay, so that uh, so Chip will do what Chip does, and he will step up to the witch, who is clearly you could roll a knowledge religion. I mean, oh, most wait. most clerics <laughs> could roll a knowledge religion, uh, but Chip will step up to the witch. He'll take a five foot step, and he's gonna grapple her. Uh, so here comes that good old-fashioned grapple check. All right. 17 against CMD. Oh, you're hugging Granny. <laughs> Got her! <laughs> she can't do nothing. All right. We will move on to my tiny friend's turn. Uh, okay. You know what? Why not? You're there, Skeslin. This tiny creature steps up to you, takes a five-foot step to you, and reaches out to hold your hand. Oh, no. This is so bad. And while we're here, uh, I need a will save, I believe, from Skeslin and Chip. Okay. Oh, no. Oh no! What? Oh no! Uh, natural one. <gasps> All right. Oh yeah. I'm gonna throw my my ed my hanging edge on this. See what we can do. Uh, <laughs> did you just say hanging oh. edge? <laughs> oh good, that's a 19 on the die for a 20 with the edge, 24. Cool, 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 cool. Uh. 
All of the voices. Well, Skeslin and Chip, you both hear Chip's voice around you. Not coming from Chip himself. Uh, it's Chip whispering and what? crying and like singing to himself. <laughs> in this area that you're in right now, if Miyuki chooses to inspire you, you two will not gain the benefits of her inspiration. Uh, you will also, Chip, take a negative one penalty on all attack rolls, damage rolls, and will saving throws. What? The aura mm. of sobs. Mm. Well, I'm gonna start Let's... crying in real life because we're gonna die. Wow. And then Skeslin, I need a will save again. As this creature just reaches up like a doll's hand to you to hold your hand, it would almost be cute. Don't even have to roll for that, does he? He just gets to do whatever he wants. How fun for him. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> yes. With gallant inspiration, is that something that I still need to do on my turn or something that I could utilize? Because it as soon as... I, I understand what you're saying. I think it's instantaneous. I can double check for you. But Jim, I did roll a natural 20 on a touch attack. Ah, believe it when I see it. Uh, I failed the will save. Well... Now you hear your voice and Chip's voice, as neither of you have a voice. This is creepy. Alrighty then, we will move on to Soraya. Soraya, you're frightened. Lee! <laughs> so you begin running away. Yep, and I'm gonna run out into the hallway, and then from the hallway I'm gonna go back into the room that had the like scary little oven thing in it and some like dead trolls, and I'm gonna go find a corner and cower in it. What's oh, going through Soraya's mind right now? Um, Soraya is, um, well, uh, terrified and is is just hearing these scary sounds and, um, and yeah, lots of scary things. <laughs> she doesn't, she's like seeing like weird ghosts like, you know how, like, sometimes you have little floaties in your eye and sometimes it freaks you out because you think you see something? Yeah. She's, like, seeing that, but bigger and scarier. <laughs> so she goes and hides with the zombified Amagara and Bone Pick in the kitchen. Yeah, which is even making it worse. <laughs> it's, it's kind of terrifying when a zombie can make you feel better than a different combatant. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will move on to Granny Nan's turn. Now, Ben, can Granny Nan cast while she is grappled? Uh, attempt to cast a spell without somatic components and whose material components the defender has in hand. But you got to make a concentration check. DC 10 plus the initial attacker's CMB plus the spell level. Enjoy that. You know what? Why not? I'll try it. So DC 10 plus your CMB, uh -huh. which is? Well, right now it's not too great. Uh, so right now it would be a 17 plus the spell level. It's fine, I rolled a two. Don't worry ah, about it. Gotcha. Granny Nan struggles to uh, 
get her hands free to cast the spell. Can't quite do it. Miyuki, are you going to come save the day? Well, what I was thinking of doing was casting, uh, where did it go? Gallon Inspiration, which basically uh, gains a plus 2d4 competence bonus on a, a retroactively on an attack roll or a skill check. So I don't know if it'd be beneficial, but it seems like it could help you, Ben, in this particular instance. Although yeah. it seems like this is affecting both of you with whether or not you rolled really well on the roll, on your um, save. So, Just so I don't know. you know, this is an immediate action, so you can do it at okay. any time. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Okay, um, you know what I'm gonna do because I don't think that is gonna matter this go. I'm going to instead blur myself. Nice, Ooh. good call. Yeah. Miyuki starts uh, becoming a little fuzzier. All that fur, just a little yeah. fuzzier. Fuzzy fur. <laughs> Fuzzy fur. We'll go back to the top of initiative order. Skeslin, you have no voice. What are you gonna do? You think you're real clever. I hear that smugness in your voice. You think you just sound like, got him. He yeah. can't do nothing because he doesn't have a voice and all of his spells require a verbal component. No, honestly, that's all put on because I know if anybody is going to come back and destroy <laughs> me, it's you. Uh, I actually cannot cast any of my spells. He did get me there. Uh, I am looking at one thing, though. To see if, but, 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 yeah, I don't think that has a verbal component. Uh, I am going to provoke an attack of opportunity because I got, I just got, I got to squeeze through this doorway and I got to get out of this thing. It's dumb little grass. Um, sure. So I'm just going to move first. Now that I okay. can't speak, annoyingly. <laughs> well, you would take an attack of opportunity from the little creature mm -hmm. as it reaches out. It gets so mad. All it wanted to do was hold your hand and be friends, and you want to leave it. And it reaches out this little porcelain doll's head to bite you. Bite? Will a what? 13 oh. hit you. A 13, thanks to Astrid's ring of protection, will <laughs> just miss. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no. Oh. Like the little thing's teeth like clack on on this shimmering uh, aura of force that hugs close to my skin as I just barely get out of the way. And so knowing that I can't use any of my spells, I'll just level my finger at old granny and fire a beam of elemental fury right at her face. Nice. Uh, that is going to be a 13 against touch AC. Oh, this beam hits. Roll damage. Oh, good. Yeah. I was worried. It's going to, uh, only three points of cold damage. But one important thing that I need to know, not that I can share this information with anybody else, is, is she getting close to dying? You are looking at her, and when you look at someone and they are, like, vibrant red, you know, they're at full health, maybe in her, like, pot of red paint, there's, there's a little bit of white diluting it, but she's nowhere near pink. Mm. Okay. I will, uh, from where I am, uh, I can see into the next room. So I'm just, I'm just gonna like, and it's probably ineffective, but I'm just like snapping 
at the two idiot zombies and like trying to make them come over. I imagine they're just standing there, too dumb Oof. to understand what's going on around them. Yeah. And that's the end of my turn. Okie dokie. Chip, you're hugging Granny. So Chip's just hugging Granny and he sees that she's tried to cast a spell and he can't talk and so he gives her the Dikembe Mutombo <laughs> finger wag and then whips his arm up and around almost putting her in a, in a headlock and then he's going to take her to the floor. Uh, so, Are you attempting to pin her? Yeah, this one has a plus 14 to it uh, and I'm also going to, uh, to add my two... Uh, my two edges here so uh a total of plus 16 to the die um that's a dirty 20. yeah yeah she is pinned and all righty then <clears throat> this is fun i don't regret a thing like it's, letting you build a great. brawler cleric <laughs> i'm not a brawler i'm just a cleric <laughs> You're a grappling cleric, sir. Okay, well, all of my little creature's friends have left it. So it's gonna take another five foot step over to Chip and That's take fine. a bite out of him now. Yep. <sighs> that is a 15. Yep, that's a hit because I am, uh, I also have the grappled condition. Woo, oh boy. You are going to take three points of damage, and I need a will save. Listen, will saves are my best save, so I don't know. Okay, then pass this save, and you won't have an issue. Oh boy, I threw I threw the tie everywhere. Oh god! All right, I found it. I found it. That's a twelve. I rolled a natural two. A creature bit by this little thing must make a will save or become fatigued for one hour. I'm already fatigued. That's worse. A fatigued <laughs> creature that is bitten is instead exhausted for one hour. No! And an exhausted creature falls asleep for one hour if bitten. Oh. No! Now oh, can I no. steal the inspiration? <laughs> you could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gallant inspiration. So roll 2d4 to be added to the total of Ben's will save or Chip's will save. Yeah. Oh, please. Oh, please. I'm rolling it. Okay. I yeah. was like, aren't you rolling it? No, no, you, 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 this you, you, how, you. How not me. How inspiring your words are, Yuki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, that is seven. Okay. That's a 19 then. Oh, you feel this creature go to bite you and you feel like the, the air almost leave your lungs, but... You're fine. Okay. Whew. You catch your oh. breath. You feel fine. Thank you, Miyuki. <laughs> but he, can't, he can't say that, but he's grateful. <laughs> Soraya, this is round two of being frightened. What's going through your mind? <laughs> Do I have to keep fleeing or am I okay to hide? Technically, you're supposed to keep fleeing. Okay. I think it's only if you can see the source of your fear, though. If she's out of line of sight, I don't think she actually has to keep going. You can hide. <clears throat> right. So she's just going to stay in the corner, and she's just, her eyes are bugging out of her skull, and she, like, hears voices that are, like, 
whispering to her, saying, run, run, run. Ew. And um, and then she's just like staring at, at uh, Skeslin's zombies. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Ooh. All right, it is Granny's turn. I wonder if I... Soraya has ever been this afraid before. That is a good question. Soraya, while you think on that, I'll, uh, I want that answer next round. <laughs> Uh, Granny needs to get out of this pit. Mm-hmm. So. You can attempt a combat maneuver check or an escape artist check. I'll attempt whatever I want. Just telling you what you can do. I don't have escape artist. All right, this is CMB. Oh, boy. Twelve. That won't do it. You love your granny so much, <clears throat> and she loves you. All right, I guess that means we will go on to Miyuki. Oh my goodness. Uh, and I just really want to stab her, but it's not working. Um, is, uh, what does she, does it look like she has anything on her that seems to be a source of power? A source of power. Or something important. Maybe that little mouse on her shoulder. A little mouse, maybe. A little mouse. And okay. you are a fox, so eating a mouse Don't seems you pretty, do it. pretty real. <laughs> what I would like to do is like that mouse. Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, see, it's a CMB check. And this is with your charisma bonus, not uh, all yes. the normal CMB things, right? Plus your intelligence, wisdom, or... Okay, it can be either intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. But I think charisma is my... Uh, highest, yes. I mean, I have a plus four to my charisma. Is that the number that you need yes. here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you're gonna roll a d20, add four. Let's see what happens. That's a 14. You know, this mouse isn't uh, too amazing. You, you get the mouse. Yay! <laughs> Mewki's got a mouse. <laughs> but, here, wait, can I tell you about the mouse? It's it's a cute little albino mouse. Aww, aww. Uh, and it's got big little red eyes and a, an adorable little tail. Aww. It's all white, just like you. That reminds me of Dusty. Meant to be. All right, Miyuki, you now hold this witch's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Miyuki, would you like to move? Yeah, I want to get I want to get out of here with her mouse. Um, uh, <laughs> if I move away from her here, is that going to? She is currently pinned. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, great. Then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out here. I probably don't know where Soraya went, so I'm just gonna go over here, kind of to this corner. And essentially, my thought is trying to get the mouse away from her to see if that helps us in any way so sure hiding out in the hallway with a mouse new best friends i love it <laughs> skeslin what you doing uh, i think skeslin's probably a little confused watching 
He was first running and ran away, and now Yuki grabs a mouse and runs away. And he's like, oh, I can't even talk or use my magic, so I feel like in my mind, things are things are looking pretty dire here. Everybody has a little faith that Chip and I can do this, but I, I share their, their high opinions of us. Uh, but I do recall that I've got a wand at my belt, so I grab that, this icicle, and I'll level it at the at the old granny, but actually I'm aiming for just past her. I want to get that square that's just behind her where this dumb little bitey creature is. I want to cast okay. Ice Spears right under that bony little bastard. Yeah, get him, Jim Jam! require a reflex save from you. Reflex, huh? That is a nine from the little creature. failure. Uh, so it's not, again, not very exciting damage. I think I'm really thrown off not being able to speak. Uh, the spear juts up, it deals, uh, two points of piercing damage and four points of cold damage. But hopefully a more exciting thing is that it gets an attempt to trip, uh, a failed save. So... Can I tell roll you? Roll a CMB check. You're going to be tripping a bunch of broken toys that have scattered across the floor as this oh, good. thing falls apart before your very eyes. That was well, it? I won't roll the trick a trip attempt. You forget that last week at the beginning of combat, <laughs> this creature took a bunch of damage. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you're Skeslin right. was like, I am taking it down and like almost killed it last week. So, you know, good on you, Skeslin. You completed the job. I feel pretty good about that. That's my turn. <laughs> All right, Chip, what are you going to do? You have Granny pinned. Uh, I'm going to tie her up. And I pull out the rope and tie her up. And it is it just happens because she's pinned. I tie her up. Um, and if I'm looking at the chart right I, here. I believe you. Tie the defender up. Is the defender pinned? Yes. The attacker uses rope to tie up the defender. This works like the pin effect, but the DC to escape the bonds is equal to 20 plus your combat maneuver bonus. So right now, even though I'm fatigued, uh, it's going to be a 29. If you cannot roll that, then you cannot escape. Like if but, you're, but you're tied up. This is so much fun. <laughs> oh, Granny's tied up. Soraya, have you ever been this scared? Probably not. In all your adventures with these heroes. the adventures, probably not like scared of something, scared of other things, but not of like actual creature that she's been, a, that she's been scared of because most everything fascinates her. So yeah, no, this is probably the scariest creature she's ever seen all of a sudden. <sighs> well, Soraya, that is your third round of being frightened. You've got two more, and then you can come to the rescue. <laughs> they got it. And you might have to the way this fight is going. <clears throat> what? She's tied up on the ground and the thing is scattered and dead. <laughs> you tie up Granny Nan. Yeah. But she looks at you. She looks at you up and down. Okay. And I need 
A will save. Is this a spell? No. Okay. That's going to be a 27. Fine. You don't fall asleep. Uh, yeah, she attempted to put slumber on you. Oh, did it require somatic components? No, it is a hex. Okay, fair, 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 fair. <sighs> if I'm going to be tied up with my combatant, I'm going to do everything I can. Miyuki, you got a mouse in your hands. <laughs> I do. Um, I mean, is the mouse just kind of like, whatevs, or does it... <laughs> Does it seem like anything has changed by taking this mouse? It doesn't appear... I mean, you can't see Granny Nan, but this mouse is, like, struggling against your grip currently, trying to get back to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I want to cast Unwitting Ally on the mouse to see if okay. <laughs> getting the mouse to... I don't know. Stop focusing on the witch if that does anything. <laughs> yeah. That is a will. Will save. Will Okey save. Dokey. Give me just one second. I didn't think we would steal your mouse, did you, Jamie? <laughs> no, I. We're prepared honestly, for mouse stealing. I was not prepared for mouse <laughs> stealing. Your mouse welcome. thievery. <laughs> Let's see. A will Did anybody save. watch the uh, the movie Mouse Hunt? Do you remember that movie? Yes, oh, I did. So much fun. That is a 12. Ha-ha! 15 is what was needed. <laughs> so what's happening to my poor little mousy? I just befuddle its mind. Uh, it, it can't tell friend from foe for a very short <laughs> period of time, which is one round. Uh, it, it, yes, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Uh, you cast this spell, and as this mouse kind of sits in your hand, I don't know if mice do this. I don't know a lot about mice, but uh, it it gets very confused and starts like trying to chase its back end and goes in circles because it, it doesn't know what to do now. Yeah. You've got a mouse running circles in your hand. <laughs> yes, Lynn. Uh, the important, the most important question is. Can I speak now that the creature is dead? Good question. Good question. Yes, you yeah! Alright, I can speak. Ah, Alright. Take a five foot step forward. And I'll look at Chip. And I'll say, oh good. We captured an enemy. Yeah. I'll well, stand I... by and await whatever plan you have with our captured enemy. And I will hold my action. Oh, no, uh... Holding an action. Chip? No, uh, actually, I just was making sure she couldn't cast any spells or do anything like that to any of us. Uh, I sort of think that this one might be a little too dangerous to keep alive. Oh, all right. I cast, uh, I, I go and Coup de gras. <laughs> uh, oh, unless, unless Chip's taking care of it for coup me. Coup <laughs> de gras. You're coup de grasing? That's a total of 22 points of damage. From what? Coup de gras. From your fist? From my you spiked gauntlet. gauntlet. 22. 
And if it puts her under, oh, no, and she must make a fortitude save or just be dead. And if she doesn't pass over 22, she's dead. Fortitude save, eh? Yep. That is a 16. She gone. That's why you were able to kill her. I took the mouse. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, boy. Can I tell you that she had 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 points left. Ooh. Wow. But that failed fortitude save. You just got a little too close to the temple with that spiked gauntlet, I guess. I mean, I did what I was set, setting out to achieve to do. That was a very strange sentence. Please never speak like that again. Okay, I'll, I'll do better next time. Has the Thank magic you. effect of being frightened been broken? Yes, it has. Soraya, you are now free from being frightened. She'll think that was really weird, and she's going to go back in, in the hallway, and she'll see Miyuki. Oh! <laughs> Miyuki! Oh, they- have a mouse. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It is cute, right? Yeah. Yes. It's confused. Oh, no. Can we keep it? I mean, yeah, I'd definitely like to keep it. It's going to be my friend that rides around on my shoulder now. <gasps> I think and as you say that, the mouse, like, takes a bite out of your finger <laughs> and, like, Ow! goes to escape. Okay. I guess it's not going to ride on my shoulder because I don't want to get bit. <laughs> so strange. Just a moment ago, I was terrified, and now I'm not. Oh. You know, I've felt that way before. It's weird. Really? Yeah, you know, just sometimes you, like, see a thing, you're like, oh my god, and you have to run away. So. Oh. Yeah. Jesslyn and Chip, what are you guys doing now that you've defeated your enemies? Hey, did you, uh, did you hear what she said to Soraya? Yeah, I wouldn't put much stuck in it. It's probably just missing, messing around. All right, all right, I just, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want them to know that we're coming. Uh, kind of seems like they do. I think they know enough. I mean, they've got wanted posters of us, so they're aware of us. And it's not like we've been sneaking through here exactly uh, subtly. You're right. We've You're pretty right. much just run through every uh, every floor, smashing everything that we come across. I mean, we had to fight the stove in the other room, so, you know, not really sure that was a quiet battle. Stove was pretty loud. That was a... We almost lit this building on fire. You know what? Let's just look around and see what she has. Uh, and we'll we'll dig around through the things all over. The many, many things. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'll drop this all to you guys on your inventory sheet, but I'll give you a quick rundown. On her, you find um, a couple of potions, a club, a ring, a spell component pouch, uh, five keys, and then you look around her room 
and you see a large glass snow globe depicting White Throne's royal palace with a music box built into the base sitting Creepy. atop one of the nightstands. Creepy. Under the desk, there's also a box. Uh, what do you do? Uh, detect magic on the rings, the, uh, the snow globe, and the box. Sure, snow globe is not magical. The okay. box is not magical. The potions, obviously, and the ring are magical. Good old spell crafty check here. Sure, sure, sure. Ooh, 17 plus, uh, I believe it's six. Let's see. Sure. Oh, uh, it's five, so that's gonna be a 22. 22, ooh, you are able to identify all these potions and the ring. You are holding a potion of cure moderate wounds, a potion of fly, potion of invisibility, and a ring of protection plus one. Nice. Uh, go back in the room with Skeslin and Chip. Sweet. Uh, yeah, he'll just say all of that. Um, Boy, Sonia. Don't worry, the old lady in the pile of dolls is gone. Oh, good. I, um, I thought that I heard more um, creatures out in the hallway, so I just wanted to run out there um, and look. That sounds very believable, Surya. Um, and I don't doubt your steadfast courage in the slightest. Wink. <sighs> Did he just say wink out loud? Oh, I'm sorry. I always forget I'm not supposed to do that. You know what you are supposed to do is follow Willow Ridley's example and donate. Willow Ridley donated $20. Follow me out. It's not a mouse, it's a rat. I saw the picture. Two edges to Skeslin and two to Soraya because they didn't call it a mouse. <gasps> rats and even better. I like Wow. That. Willow, you know I had a rat growing up. It <gasps> looked. That rat looked exactly like Dusty. Like, it looked like my rat. Aww. Real quick, I that also want to call out Scott Denuso gave me <gasps> an auto-succeed. No! Because apparently I need help. No. Uh, no. And we have been followed by Glenn Morangi 14 Andrea of the Burbs, Death Dice and Dungeons. Nice. And Cat23 resubbed for five months, and the rear POTUS gifted to Ellie DiLorenzo. Hey, there Ooh. you go. Very nice. Thank you, you know, POTUS. Um... I mean, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but typically the auto-succeeds have very little use in, in most combat situations. However, if you were grappled or pinned, you could use the skill escape artist to escape a grapple. When you have an auto-succeed, you actually you? don't have to roll an attack roll of any kind. How dare <laughs> you, Jim <laughs> Jam? That, uh, that was rude. On, honestly, that was I'm glad rude. I have that for... Whatever comes next but you know, story. I'm Jim Jam, ooh. <laughs> all right, so you are holding all of these potions, uh, these items, this snow globe, and this box. I open the box. Oh, there he goes. I was just about to say, don't open the box, it's probably a trap. But here he goes, ripping it open. Oh, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Inside the box, you find dozens of handwritten letters to Queen Elvana and to children's parents, written by children. In fact, you start looking through these and all of these 
letters are like asking for forgiveness, for mercy, for a second chance. But there's only one out of these dozens that doesn't sound the same. Chip, you're reading these, and this letter starts, Dear Grandfather, you will never believe it. The council did want the help of a druid, and I have been made an adventurer. You told me the work would be mundane, but this is amazing. They've sent me on my first real adventure with real heroes. They're all so experienced and brave, I can't wait for you to meet them. One of them, Skeslin, is unlike any hero I've ever read about in one of my adventuring stories. And you scan down to the bottom over the rest of this letter, and it says, Love, Zarea. You also find in this box uh, requisition orders, all stamped with approval for children from orphanages in White Throne to be brought to the clock tower. What? They're bringing... The, wait, the, okay. The government is bringing these orf orphans here to give them to this witch? What it seems like. Uh... Um... Okay, so, little clarification. <clears throat> Time out for a second. That was... That was strange. It's creepy. I know, it was, it was really it was creepy. My... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, there's a whole bunch of letters in here uh, uh, from parents to this witch. Um, no, no. These are all in the handwriting of children to their parents. Oh, and to the queen. Uh, children to their parents and to the queen. All about asking for forgiveness and, um, well, there's, it seems like the government is giving these kids over here to this watchtower, um, and that it is, uh, there's also a letter from Soraya in here. What? Uh, how? Uh, I don't know, but, and, and Chip will display, like, all the letters, just letting everyone see. Soraya will run up and look at her letter. <gasps> and this is your letter in your handwriting. Oh, no. I sent this letter weeks ago. How did they get it? Uh, Why is I it mean, in here? That's the uh, bad thing I think we need to worry about because if this lady or whoever had it, who else might have this kind of information about us? Oh no. Yeah. But if they have my letter, <gasps> then my grandfather must not have gotten it. Oh, they must be so worried. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know what any of this means, um, but I suppose we should keep looking at other things. Maybe we'll find more information that it'll explain how they have this letter. Yeah. Andrea will kind of fold it up and tuck it away in her pocket, in her bag. I'm sorry, Soraya. Part of me wishes now that we uh, we hadn't had ended that witch's life. 
Maybe it would have been useful to ask her some questions, but she was dangerous. It was very peculiar how she knew who I was. I guess this makes sense. Yeah. What do you do? Well, uh, listen, I think there's somebody across the hallway. Um, you know, we're looking for Inga still. We probably have to check the privy, and I might have to check it very hard. Um, and and then we could check the other room. So uh, if, if you'll excuse me. Uh, and Chip will go and open up the bathroom door. Sure enough, this room contains a bathtub to the south and wash basins and a privy to the north. He steps in. You Does he close the door? Closes the door behind him. I would li- appreciate it if you'd put back up that gray square so people can't see what's happening in there. <laughs> and then a little while later, he comes out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> about Pathfinder. Paizo always puts toilets in there and nobody ever uses them. I'm going to use every single one. (laughs) uh, When you went in to fight the fish camp guards, the two ogres and the man, uh, there was no map for it, so I created it and I made sure to put in a bathroom just for (laughs) Paizo. Thank you. Thank you. Every every map needs a bathroom. This is is the kind of realism that our fans have been asking for. For weeks, and I'm really glad that we got around to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tip will step forward and open up the uh, the door that uh, to the north. Toys and dolls are strewn about the floor of this room, and small tables and chairs, sized for small creatures or children, sit in the northeast and northwest corners. Books. Papers, quills, and ink vials sit atop the tables. A cot sits to the southeast. The windows are barred, but the shutters are open to let in natural light. Most importantly, you see a little girl, maybe eight years old, who looks quite a bit like Thora did. And as you open the door and she looks on your face, she goes, (gasps) Have you taken care of Granny Nan yet? Yes, Inga, I believe that we have. How did you know my name? Oh, it's a little uh, trick of magic now, isn't it? I guess. I didn't know that's how magic worked. (laughs) Hey, listen. All of your friends were downstairs, and we saved them. And, uh, well, we want you to be safe, too. So, uh, if you'd like, we can take you to the Shrine of the Everbloom. Make sure you're okay. They're gonna, they'll help you get out of the city. Why would I leave the city? It's not really safe here for kiddos like yourself. I mean, I've made it this long. Yeah. Eight. I can take care of myself, thank you. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. However, what I will say is that Every, every good young person out there, they need training in whatever skill they want to be good at. And I can tell you something that the, uh, that these people at the Shrine of the Ever, uh, Everbloom, they can help you. They can help you grow into be some, somebody that you really want to be. Uh, 
Okay. So, are we going? Or yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. Wait here. Uh, and and Chip will turn and look at at the three other members of his party and say, "It's just one little girl. I think I gotta take her back, unless one of you wants to do it." Nope. Have fun. So Chip uh, will um, he'll get all hooded up as much as he can. This giant, seven foot tall, three hundred pound man. Uh, and he will walk this tiny little girl back to the Shrine of the Everbloom. And about the time you hit the gate at the front of this building, past those awful, awful statues, Inga turns to you and goes, Thanks, mister! Kicks you in the shin and takes off running. Ha! Well, stay out of trouble, you hear? She's gone. That kid's a little punk. She was fun. I liked her. All right. And he'll go back upstairs. And then once he gets up there, he'll go, I'm really fast. Clearly. And now she kicked me in the shins and ran away. Oh, that's not very nice. Not nice at all. Um, resourceful, though. Resourceful, definitely. I guess, but you were helping her, so she kind of, like, literally uh, bit the hand that was beating her. No, she punched a gift horse in its mouth. Kicked mm. a gift horse right in the mouth. Well, you know, Mi- Miyuki, I think that people around here might not be used to people helping them. Oh. In fact, this might have seemed at some point like help to poor little Inga, but it's definitely not. Oh, but Chip, do you know who loves help? Who? Me. You you want help? Well, I would like to know why my letter back home to the Druid Grove for my grandfather is here. Oh, please, let's continue upstairs so we can figure it out. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, we can definitely do that. I'm, I'm very tired, but I'll, I'll keep soldiering on. Oh, do you think that it is time to sleep? No, I mean, it's it's barely five minutes into the day, but I just feel awful. But uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'll keep going. <clears throat> Ch- uh, Chip's going to push through. Uh, I'm warning you as players that, oh boy, if we get into something nasty, I'm in a real bad spot. Let's go. You have a potion of cure moderate in your hands. It's not about that. Oh. Okay. Uh, fatigued fatigued oh. is a horrible condition for me. It takes away most of my abilities. It uh, And I had to use up all my level three spells and half of my level two spells in order to not be in just a terrible situation. So um, not very useful right now, but I'm but we're going forward right now. Jim Jam, you're you're the best. <laughs> Where do you go? What do you do? Uh, going up the stairs, then. You circle back through the hallway <clears throat> to that staircase, heading up to the next floor. Uh, Chip will ping himself once with the wand, and uh, whoever else needs it until he, they get up to 
full health. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. So just me, huh? Cool. <laughs> I like to hug things. Yeah, that's true. A Miss flight Astrid. of steps. A flight of steps climbs to a platform where a short ladder is mounted to the wall, leading to a closed trap door in the ceiling just above it. A single door is set in the eastern wall. The area is otherwise barren except for a column of clockwork gears that rises right through the ceiling above it. An icy draft wafts from above, and the ticking and ratcheting of the giant clock drowns out any other sound. Perception check. Six, 17. You can't hear anything really over the sound of this machinery. There's a door there on the eastern wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to just check it, see if it's locked. Uh, what do y'all think would happen if we lack tried to destroy the elements of this clock. I think it probably backfire and hurt us a bit. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that would be bad. Yes, Lynn, this door is locked. All right, then I'll have to cast knock on it. <laughs> we also my found a ring of keys. Oh, yeah, we have a ring of keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use that <laughs> instead. <laughs> Forgot about those. You start to try the keys, and you do find the key that unlocks this door. Hey, uh, open it. Wait, do you want? Okay. I just open it. <laughs> and as you open this door, Candace, what happens? <sighs> you see a small creature scramble up from the floor. Oh! Her dark brown hair is shaved from the middle of her head to the nape of her neck, and her top knot of hair is a tangled mess of braids and free strands tied together with a thin strap of leather. And you notice an old but very prominent scar that runs across the right side of her gaunt face from her hairline down through her eyebrow, down her cheek, across her lips and ending at her jawline. Her eyes are wild filled with rage and her scowl is powerful her clothes are that of a warrior brown leather boots worn breeches and a dusty blood red tunic pulled tightly at the waist and there is something different about this dwarf woman but you can't put your finger on it she stands from the floor and turns to look at all of you and the creature's eyes suddenly turn an icy white that fade into a bright red her muscles seem to ripple like water down her arms, and from the tips of her calloused fingers seem to sprout long, thick, yellowed nails as sharp needles. And you realize that you are looking at an untouchable dwarf blood rager. She Cast looks disintegrate. <laughs> I was gonna say I run up and grapple. <laughs> she looks all of you up and down and speaks. I warn you. I will not hesitate to kill you. Are you a friend or foe of Bella Belvorka? Declare like yourself friends. now. We, we, we like friends. I don't know who Bella Borka is. 
Bella Belvorica. Oh yeah, I know who Bella Belvorica is. <laughs> do we do we hate her or do we like her? No, we like her. We like her. We're trying oh, to okay. find her. Oh. The, the, but the more important question is, does she like her or not? I just had the name spelled wrong in my notes, so I didn't know when Candace said that name. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as you're standing there talking about Bella and this dwarfing, dwarven woman stands in front of you, you hear a soft sobbing from inside the room. Is that... Is that Bella? Because we're here to help Bella. I'm. We're supposed to find Bella. She's an olive-skinned human with brown hair, and she sings opera. I am her guard of honor. Oh. So, are you friend, or are you foe? Well, uh, we're here to help. And if you're her guard of honor, you didn't do a very good job, right? <laughs> you know, I wanted to say something, Muki, and I'm glad that you stepped in and did it for me. Oh, don't All listen right. to them. Don't listen to them. And Soraya's going to step up next to Skesslin. Hi, I'm Soraya. Um, these are my friends, and we want to be your friend, too. Friend? I, I have no friends. Oh, oh. You do now. Oh. She turns to look at Bella and says, do we believe them? I feel we must. Well, we must get Bella out of here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what yeah. do you suggest? We creatures? walk, we walk, or one of us flies. Which one? Oh, right. I, I mean, I could fly, and then we could, we could all, I mean, that won't work, because there's two of us. We could walk back. I forgot something. Can I rewind five minutes? Yeah, what do you need to rewind? Is there an enemy in here? <laughs> there's, there's a guy who's just been stabbing us for two minutes straight now. <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, in the box you found down in Granny Nan's room, you actually found an adventurer's satchel full of equipment weapons and oh, okay. starting to make sense who it might belong to us that's oh, why i didn't tell you about it to begin with <laughs> give candace her stuff <laughs> i'm gonna sell it and then we're gonna get rings uh, uh magical ones just matching rings <laughs> <laughs> Friendship rings! <laughs> you are all the worst friends ever. <laughs> oh, no, I'm quite a good friend. I give great hugs. If you lack birdseed, we have plenty. <laughs> oh, 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 I told you my name. It's, it's Soraya. What's your name? Revy. Revy. That's a wonderful name. This is oh. Chip and Skaslin and Miyuki. Yeah, the name is Chip Walton. Hello. Okay, uh, here, I'm assuming these things are yours, correct? And Revy snatches them back quickly. Oh, what way? Skitters to the other side of the room. Uh, skitter, there's a, you're skittering a lot there. 
He's kind of like that mouse that bit me. Are you a mouse that, are you the mouse that bit me, Yuki? Do I look like a mouse to you? Oh, well, I don't know. There's things that can become mouses. I'm a fox. That's yeah, Miyuki's a fox. You guys, give them some space. They've been in here for quite some time. You must be hungry. Do you want a snack? Don't, don't say yes. Oh, that actually, uh, I would appreciate this, yes. Oh, yes, of course. And she'll reach into her bag and pull out a handful <laughs> of bird seed and hold it up. And Rebby will take the bird seed in her hands and say, thank you, oh, my new friend. Right. And then she so will welcome. attempt to eat it and it will be like sand <laughs> in her mouth <laughs> and cling to her lips. Oh, gross. And she will say, Thank you. What? Oh, right there. Wait a second. Do you want some alcohol? That'll be good, right here. Oh yeah. And he just, uh, you know, he he breaks out. He breaks out the. Uh, he creates some uh, some spirits for everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Who are we? <laughs> we just show up and we're like, here, have some bird seed and liquor. <laughs> person we don't know who's clearly been trapped here for a while. Well, they're thirsty. <laughs> hungry. I've been to worse parties. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you guys are just reveling with your little party by the doorway. Uh, I didn't, yeah, reveling with Revy uh, oh. by the doorway. The bird seed and liquor. And this poor woman in the corner, Bella, is still just sobbing. Oh, Why she didn't get so any bird seeds. He makes me sing. Do you not You like want me to leave and you, you're not here to to kill him? Oh no, yes. won't I won't take care of him, yeah. <laughs> yes. We must kill him. Oh, I mean, yeah, don't that. worry. We were definitely also going to kill everybody in the tower who isn't you, mind you, but that was a definite. Sorry, we forgot to mention that part. We already left a, a trail of dead bodies, so <laughs> we're on our way. I'm not too happy about leaving a bunch of dead bodies. Also, we lost a really good friend of ours. We did. But yes. we are going to seek vengeance. And we're going to find the people who did this to all of you, and we will bring them to justice. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're already finding these people. They're in here. Well, I must help you. Oh, I like it. Yeah. What do you? What can you do? Can you like? Are you like a? You can yell at things, and then they do what you wish, or are you like? Like Skeslin, can you make like water stuff happen cold? Or I mean, are you like me and, and do you like to hug things? <laughs> Revy slowly pulls her hands up and shows the long nails growing out of the ends of her fingertips. Okay. I You're start with these. Okay. Oh. You're a nail grower. That's good to know. They're like claws. You scratch people. I think that we should find the man that we are looking for. Okay. I think he's probably upstairs. Good. 
good call. Before we go, does anybody want a potion of invisibility? Oh, that sounds like so much fun. One time, I was invisible because Skeslin made me invisible, and it was amazing. <laughs> now I kind of want the invisibility. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want a potion of fly? Oh. <gasps> Can I be invisible and fly? Oh, I've never flown before. I, oh, okay. I was more thinking about which we allocate out the goods to, like, other... I mean... Oh, but I've never flown before. I could be like a bird. That would be amazing. Okay, if you get the potion of fly, you don't get the potion of invisibility, though. I'll let her have the potion of invisibility, too. It's fine. I was going to offer it to Miyuki. Maybe Miyuki wants it. I mean, I can blur myself, although I can't right now because I feel a little drained, but I can blur myself, which is almost like invisibility, but not quite because you can still see me. I'm just blurred. <laughs> All right. You know what, Soraya? Have both, you know, fly and be invisible. Oh, thank you. And Revy puts on her satchel and out of her satchel, she pulls her masterwork cold iron chakram and her blink back belt yes, and straps them to her. Uh, and then she pulls out her nine ring uh, sword, broadsword, and places that on her left side. She says, I'm ready to join the fight. Nice. Let's go. Uh, and Chip will lead the way up. Leading the way up. You climb that ladder. And there is, in fact, a trap door above it. He will open it. It's a good thing it's unlocked. As good. you poke your head up, this large <clears throat> chamber contains the workings of an enormous clock with huge clock faces on the north, west, and south walls. To the east, the entire exterior wall has been knocked out and a platform of gleaming ice extends out into the open air. A chill wind blows through the opening. Tracked rails weave in and out of the corners of the room, passing through five-foot square openings in the walls. A block of clockwork gears and mechanisms runs to the ceiling toward the west. The trapdoor set into the floor on the north side of the chamber opens. As you all see, the commander <sighs> that you've been looking for. Ooh, I cast flight on myself. Well, first, we're going to roll a little initiative. Fine, Ooh. fine, fine. Oh, boy. This does not look good. Seven. Sixteen. Seven. Sixteen. Got a solid eleven. Eleven. Or chip. Thirteen for me. <laughs> Thirteen. Twelve for Rebby. Oh. Ew. Oh, Rebby's just beating up chip. Alrighty. <laughs> and. You guys are on that map. Just bring yourself into the room as you'd be able to climb up the ladder. Once one person leaves that square, the next in line can take their space. Oh, 
Okay. But let me just give you a close-up of the creature you see before you. Uh-uh. Oh, there he is. Oh, this is gonna be bad. I'm oh, the leader boy. of this garrison of the Winter Guard. I really, really, really wish that I had. I really wish that I had my third level spells because I was gonna use resist energy communal so that we all could take a little bit of that icy cold damage, but I don't think we will be able to anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, Logrovich gets to go first. Mm-hmm. And uh Chip, you watch as he up and flies out of this clock tower. Well, and suddenly a dog appears. <laughs> She's been it scared of a dog. Chip, it is not your turn, but you see this happen. Miyuki, you are down below. Would you like to hold? In uh, fact, Miyuki, yeah. Skeslin, then Revy. Chip is in your way. What would you like to do in that order, Miyuki? Uh, yeah, I'll hold. Okay, Skeslin. I mean, I guess I'll cast, uh, I'll bubble up. Revy? I'd like to draw my nine-ringed broadsword. All right. Chip. So Skeslin is right behind Chip <clears throat> on this ladder, correct? Or, like, what's the order of people behind me? You guys can decide that. I just put you on the map. I'm next to Skeslin. So I need to know who's behind me, though. Skeslin. Skeslin. Sure, it's me. So... <laughs> He, he lo- he'll look down at Skeslin and be like, it just flew away! And he'll he'll reach down and touch Skets- Skeslin, casting fly on him. And then he'll jump back off of it, clearing a space for Skeslin to go. All right. Soraya? Uh, I'm going to hear what... Trip kind of said, but kind of behind Skeslin, I'm like, what? What is it? What did you see? Chip, do you respond? Yeah, it's a big dragon. Go get it. <gasps> oh, where did it go? It flew away. Well, how are we supposed to get it? Fly. Oh, you want me to fly? You took the, yes, you took the oh. potion. Okay, um. And she'll drink a potion of fly. Drinks that potion. <laughs> and you begin floating up into the air. Would you like to move? Ooh, can I? If you had that potion in your hand and you're just guzzling it and then you can still move, yeah. Great, yeah, uh, I'll move. No, 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 actually, I'll stay right where I am and I only want to hover like five feet off the ground and that's really scary for her. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, um, I don't know if maybe I'm I'm the one that should be flying. Then I'm taking a potion then! Oh, but you told me to! Miyuki, the way is clear. Would you like to go up or would you like to wait? Uh... <laughs> I will go up. Uh, well, actually, I'll wait, and I'm just going to... I'm going to inspire some courage. Good um, call, good call. 
Yeah, it's going to be real inspiring. So she pulls out her drum and she says, is that a dragon? Better armor up because we got to kill him. And he seems pretty tough. All right, get excited, everyone. <laughs> it is Logrovich's turn. Nobody is there to see what happens. Skeslin, we are back to you. Just a glare at Chip. Like, don't think I don't notice that you saw a dragon and then you cast fly on me, telling me to go up after it. You've got the most Coward. damaging spells! I can hardly do anything! Go I, get him! I'm at that point not even listening to Chip as I just shoot up the, the space into the into the room above. Um, I believe I get 60 feet of flight, right? That's the as the spell. So, so yeah. how, how high up do I have to fly to go up the ladder? Uh, the ladder is only 10 feet tall. Okay. So then I will fly, after I get up, I will begin to fly, and I will fly out uh, to get a little bit of cover. I'll, I'll fly to the southern edge of the room and sort of um, take cover, but peeking around the, the wall that I'm next to, out to see if I can see this thing. All right, Revy. Well, uh, to be fair, did I, do, I, do I see it? <laughs> oh, you don't from where you are. I don't see it? Okay. Uh, in that case, I will then use a standard action to cast um, Fiery Shuriken and just keep them hovering near me. Of course you do. Revy. Revy, Revy, wait, wait, wait. What? I'm asking you to wait. Oh, well, uh, question. Where's Bella? Bella, you left her downstairs in the room until you could take care of this. Uh. Okay. Okay. She didn't uh, seem in a fit state to be fighting no, this creature. No, I just wanted to make sure that she was up with me. Uh, 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 Revy turns to Chip and says, Why? Why I'm wait? Gonna, I'm going to help you. You want your stuff to be on fire? Okay. <laughs> and so Revy waits. Revy waits. Chip. What are you doing? Uh, Chip will, she's got a broadsword in her hand, right? Mm-hmm. So Chip will just reach out and he'll kind of smear some of this, like, this, like, parry substance that's on the lip of the barrel onto the broadsword, and then he slaps it real hard, and then that, it lights up on fire. Okay, now you can go. Want to tell what? Candace and I what just happened? I cast Sun Metal onto her weapon and I turned it to fire. It deals an extra 1d points of fire damage. 1d4? Yes. Said? You said yes, 1d. But 1d4, but uh, but it uh, it's it's a weapon that's on fire basically. So fire damage is all, you know. Uh, all right, go ahead and I'll follow you up. Revy, okay. Would you like to act? I I would. Okay. Uh, I'd like to enter the room. Do I have to, uh, can I, can I enter? Uh, I don't have to fly, right? No, you can climb the ladder. Ah, okay. And into this corner. I'd like to be. Chip will climb up after Revy. Okay. Come back here. Uh, No, I don't want to be there. He'll come into the middle. All right. Soraya. Uh, You're flying. I, I just, I'm like hovering and I just saw Skesslin go. So she's like, ah, Skesslin. And she's going to fly up the ladder and it's really clunky. It's like weird. Uh, and then she sees <laughs> Skesslin 
from across the room, right? Yep. Okay. But she doesn't see this creature, so she's like, ah, and she's gonna fly to Skeslin. I'm gonna go fly over to kind of where, where Skeslin is, kind of like next to him. I'm like, Skeslin, what are we doing? Oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh, for my standard action, can I ready an action? Can I ready a spell? Yes. So that if um, if this creature comes into view uh, within my next turn, I want to be ready and cast a spell. Alrighty. Miyuki. Uh, I will... Uh, can I come up now? Yes, or? you can. It's clear. Okay. Uh, I mean, how far away currently is this dragon? You don't know. You don't see it. Okay. Um, then what I will do is pull out my bow and I, and um, just ready the action of shooting at dragon if it appears. <laughs> Sounds good. It is once again Logrovich's turn as he flies from around the southern corner of this building. And I'm gonna need to... He's so tiny. (laughs) He is flying out in front of this ledge of ice, which by the way, we are using the difficult terrain ice stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, But you know, over almost half of you are flying. So really, what's the point? Um, nevertheless, Logrovich flies up. And let me see. One, two, three, four. I think I can hit four of you. Yuki, how far away are you from me? Nope. Uh, I can hit three of you. Miyuki, you are not hit. Brevi, you are not hit. Logrovich aims into the building at Chip, Soraya, and Skeslin, and he opens his mouth, and this frost releases as he roars. And I need everybody, well, those three, to make a reflex save. Jamie, I'm fairly certain you can't hit uh, Skeslin. He's ducked behind that corner. I, I know he's halfway there, but it, it, the shape of a cone, you can't hit him. Well, well from where I am... Yeah. Fine. I just hit Soraya and Chip then. Okay. Soraya, you did have a ready to action when the dragon yeah, came you, into you view. Yeah, you did as well. Great, I cast a fireball on it. I <laughs> <laughs> nice shoot it. <laughs> Give me those attack rolls. Okay, hang on, I lost my paper. Oh my Fireball's just a uh, reflex save. While we're waiting, Gary and Wolf has become the Bitbox Battle Boss and has given me the auto succeed. Ooh. And then Gary and Wolf also resub for 21 months. So thank Yay. you. Thank you. If only I had some mercies, because I'm fairly certain we're going to die. Uh, that is a dirty 20 <laughs> on the reflex save for the fireball. Right. You're gonna take, oh, you said dirty 20? Uh, yeah. Can I sink you? You can, that's a 19. Anyone else wanna sink her? I sh- I uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I, I, see. Feel, 
I feel you bad. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fine. Great, and I get to add a plus two because of Miyuki's inspiration? Yeah. Huzzah. Second damage rolls. Ooh, okay. Oh god. I lost my headphone. That's 12. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and whoop, 20. 20. Oh no, 22 with Miyuki. 22. Well, probably 33 if it's susceptible to fire damage. Miyuki, did you looked real excited. What happened with that shot? Oh, I rolled a one, so it was a six total. Um, oh. And I kill dragon. Well, that's not <laughs> the way a one works, but uh, yeah, worth a shot. Roll me some percentiles. <laughs> oh God, uh, I don't know that I want to do that. Uh, yeah, that's probably not good. Yeah, where are all of my ten? Oh, here we go. Uh, that is a fifteen. Fifteen. I did zero to 10 for Chip and 10 to 20 for Revy. And 20 to 80, your shot would have just sailed through the sky off this ledge. This arrow lands in Revy's shoulder. Oh, she's never gonna Ooh. trust you again! Full damage. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to kill Candace. <laughs> Listen, I don't do much damage, so don't worry. <laughs> Except this time. A three, uh, three oh. damage. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now you are initiated. <laughs> uh, right, so I need the reflex saves as this breath comes out at you, Chip and Soraya. 18. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Uh, that will be a 16. 16. Now, I'm sorry, I said 15-foot cone. It is a 30-foot cone. So, Miyuki, I will need a uh, reflex save as well. Oh, no. Okay. Mine's a 19, actually. 19, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, nine? Oh. No. <laughs> Neat. All right. Whoa. As this frosty breath comes out to hit you. I have cold resistance. Yeah, 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 good. <laughs> Miyuki, you take 11 points of damage. <clears throat> okay. The other two will only take six. Six, yeah. And then minus two, because of my sweet frost forge change shirt. Skeslin, you see this thing now. What are you gonna do? Oh, good. First thing Skeslin's gonna do is fly out and over this thing. Uh, how high up in there is it currently, actually? It is 20 feet high. Okay. Uh, then I'll just, I'll fly under it so that I can get to the other side of it without being within its reach. Okay. Uh, and then I'll rise up to be, it was 20 feet of movement, so then I'll rise up 30 feet. Uh, so I'm a little bit above it. Um, and I'm gonna spit at it, and I need a reflex save from you. That's a 23. Oh, okay. Uh, you're still gonna take all the normal penalties, um, but you are otherwise you're not you're not immobilized. Half speed right. minus two to AC or minus 
four to dexterity, minus two to attack rolls. And then after that, I will, as a swift action, fire off one of these shuriken. Against your touch AC. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, 24 against touch AC. Uh, yeah. All right. So that is going to be... Uh, oh, nice. Max damage, too. So with Muki's bonus, that is a total of 10 fire damage. Ooh. 10 fire damage to this white dragon. Chip, what are you doing? Uh, so Chip looks at Revy, says, I know you don't trust, uh, you don't really know us yet. I'm going to make a ramp for you. Uh, and he casts Enlarge Person upon himself and then sticks his one arm down to the ground and one arm up, touching onto this dragon. You are 10 feet away from this dragon and uh -huh. this dragon's um, 20 feet in the air. I've got, so, ready for this? Ready. But, uh... Where's Chippy? Oh, can you make Chip 10 feet uh, going towards Revy, please? I don't have the ability to do so. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, when a large creature is large, Jamie, which uh, he's 7 feet tall, therefore he is 14 feet tall. And he has 10 feet of reach, meaning he can reach 24 feet up into the air. So, Just out of curiosity... Ben, your your description of yourself is always that you're just a big boy and you're very tall. Mechanically, do you have any actual advantages of being large? Yes. Or is that just okay? You actually have okay. <laughs> uh, so Chip's like, I'm gonna be your ramp. Revy, you watch this happen as he grows in size and puts his arms out like a seesaw for you. What? does Revy do? Revy takes a deep breath, <laughs> shrugs and says, <laughs> Revy, blood rages, power attacks, jump on Chip, and throws herself at this dragon with her nine-break broadsword. May I roll? All right. All right. Um, roll me an acrobatics check real quick to run up Chip's arms. It'll be a 26. Ha! Yeah, you, you get up there. Roll me an attack. <laughs> the team's back together again. Ooh. Uh, that would be a... 29! <laughs> Roll me damage. Whoa. Yes! Don't forget your okay. D4 of fire damage and okay. also the plus we two go. from uh, inspiring. inspiring oh boy. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. 17. 18, 19. 23 points of damage. And how much of it was fire? Logrovich is dead. <laughs> Oh, I 
<clears throat> Revy uh, immediately turns to the group and uh, shows her broadsword, and you see her nails slowly retracting back into her hands, and all of the uh, red veins, the dark red veins that were running up and down her uh, her arms and her neck slowly fade uh, as if pulled to the center of her body. Her breathing slows, and she stands up, and the, the big cut that was down her face somehow isn't so bright red and angry anymore and her eyes fade to a deep deep black she seems calmer and she turns to all of you and says well I must admit that that was fun <laughs> I uh <clears throat> I thank you all for your help. And now I must get Bella out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? That was a great team effort here, everybody. I, I like it, you know, Miyuki. That was very inspiring what you had to say. And Soraya, that fireball was so big. And 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 Skeslin, I mean, come on, those, uh, those what do you call them? Fiery shurikens? Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And of course, Revy. That was, that was good. I, I much appreciate your ram. Oh, you're, yeah, you're welcome, yeah. No. Well, I must say, uh, it has been a long time since I have seen a friendly face. And I appreciate... I appreciate what you have done here today. Well, good. Now for my favorite part. Chip what? pulls into his bag and he pulls out this firework and he goes... <laughs> And he just like steps out into the middle of this uh, this ramp and plants it into the snow. And he casts. Well, why don't you make me an acrobatics check? Since you're uh, walking on ice. Well, fine, Jamie. It's a ten. You fall on your butt first. I, yeah, but he gets up. He gets up and he laughs again. He's like, <laughs> all right. And he just he he scooches into the middle. He sets the firework and he goes. Now here's for some fun. And he. Sla- uh, he snaps his finger, casts spark on the uh, on the fuse, and he just watches it go up in the air. <laughs> and sure enough, this firework explodes in the air. Thank goodness it's getting a little closer to dusk, as you can see the colors of this firework. Not clearly, but you can see them. <clears throat> it takes a moment. Maybe you did it wrong. No. Maybe Solvig set you up. <gasps> Maybe they're all coming for you now. <gasps> but then, a distant boom. Your eyes catch an explosion about a half mile away to the east, at the base of a statue of a woman still under construction. Moments later, another explosion a mile away to the south against the wall of the city. Alarms begin to go up as chaos reigns. As you peer down from this icy ledge, small shadows of men and women and wolves and trolls and goblins alike run from the east towards these two areas. What do you do? Well, uh, we, I guess we gotta go, we gotta get back to the Shrine of the Everbloom and then we gotta hustle. Yeah, yeah. 
We well, come on! All right. All right, we'll follow. Let's go. And uh, Revy goes to uh, grab Bella from the room and runs up to her and says, <clears throat> My lady, we must go. We must go right now. Yes, please. And she readies herself to run. Well, uh, Chip, like, all right, I'll, uh, I'll meet you down at the bottom. There's something I, I've been dying to try. Uh, and I'll stand right at the edge of the ice shelf. Look down. How high up am I at this point? You are 50 feet above the ground. Hey, right, I look at it straight and I'm like, no, not, don't, don't follow me unless you can do this. And I'll just step off. One of the rings that I'm wearing just like flashes um, and I begin to float very, very gently down towards the ground below. Am I still flying? How many minutes does that potion last? Five. Five? I think, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well then I go, oh, I can do that too. <laughs> I'm gonna fly down. Um, Jamie, is there anything real quickly on the, on the dragon? On the dragon? <clears throat> There is not on the dragon, but around the room in his horde. Yes. Quite a bit. Yes. Grab all of it, throw it in the bag. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, In (laughs) his horde, you find uh, a heavy wooden shield, an adamantine warhammer, this strange statue of an owl, uh, a bone scroll tube containing one, two, three scrolls, Ooh. a wand of some type, two wands of some type, um, a gold sensor with a platinum inlay of a butterfly, five tourmaline crystals, 24 platinum pieces, oh! 628 gold pieces, oh! 1,905 silver pieces, oh! 7,326 copper pieces. We rich, y'all. We Whoa. rich. Uh, do you want me to roll a spellcrafty to figure out what all that stuff is? Yes, please. Oh, I don't know what it is. Do you show it to anyone else, or are you just like, do 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 throw I it in the bag? I, I think I throw it in the bag, and I'm like, we'll figure this out later. Let's go! Sure. So, you get down to the bottom floor, uh, Soraya and Skeslin, you're not quite at the front door. You're around the corner of this tower. Uh, and you're watching as you see people like walking into the street, looking around, trying to figure out what these booms are, what's going on. And like you see people running and passing news and letting them know that explosions have happened at the Iron Tooth and at the Iron Barracks and that they don't know what's happening. Something is happening in the city and people are running now trying to like lock themselves away in their homes to find safety. What do you do? I, uh, I go back in the tower and go up almost to the top and they, and get my zombies and I say, Oh, I, sorry. I forgot about you guys. I just got really excited about, you wouldn't understand you're dead and mindless, but come on, come on, come on boys. And they follow you down. And Soraya's standing there being left alone as people are running about and then Skeslin runs back into the building and she's just like... (laughs) (laughs) 
That's hysterical. Miyuki, Chip, and Revy, you do make it down and Bella to the, the front gate. Uh, you see Skesson, like, dash up past you, and then sh- shortly after, he comes down with two zombies. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, can we make it to the Shrine of the Everbloom? Because we got to get Bella out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, how would you like to get there? Running. Running. <laughs> are you attempting any type of stealth at all? Like covering yourself, trying to like, or are you just hoping that chaos is enough? Honestly, it's it's not wrong either way. If you think we just run, yeah, that's I th- fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Chip's just thinking like chaos everywhere. Like what are they going to care about us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, sure. There are a few eyes at this group running through the streets. I mean, you running is not out of place right now, but a very large man, a blue man, a, a fox, a, a, a druid human, and this dwarf running through the streets, a and little two odd. We, and we, two zombies. We look like we're running human. away from the zombies. <laughs> Exactly. People are thinking, oh, explosions. People are taking over the cities, and it's now the zombie apocalypse. Great. Um, <laughs> but you do make it back to the shrine of the Everbloom. <sighs> you walk into the building, go down in the, the tunnels, you push the little rose in the wall, the wall sinks in, you go down the tunnels, and you make it back. And you walk in, and kind of like Skeslin saw, but a little more chaotic, there are now people, like, dashing back and forth between rooms. There's, like, 20 people in here looking at maps of the city and giving instructions, and Solvig seems tied up in all of this. I think Miyuki kind of looks around at anyone who runs past or seems closest and she just goes, what's happening? The attack has been launched. What are you doing here? Get out there. Let's fight. And this person just like runs, continues out the door. They just Uh, run in circles. (laughs) Just around the shrine. (laughs) Uh, Apparently the attack has been launched. Yeah, I think we did that. Yeah, like we already killed the dragon and everything. I don't see why they're telling us to get out there. I like we yeah. did our part. Yeah. Well, I'm not finished with mine. I must oh. find the leader. I, I believe the name Solvig is who I'm looking for. Oh yeah, it was. And upon hearing her name, Solvig turns her eyes to your group, but they land on one person in particular. As she calls out the name Bella, and Bella looks up and runs to Solvig. No! As they embrace and kiss. (laughs) He said no! (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it! I was was so worried it'd be like one of, like, like Rickon, like zigzag Rickon! (laughs) 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 I was so worried. These two women embrace and Bella's like crying, not from fear anymore, but out of like pure happiness and a weight seems lifted off of her. 
and Solvig like caresses her and looks up to you. Thank you. I I can't thank you enough for finding my Bella. And she looks at Revy for a second, looks back to Bella and says, is this her? And Bella looks to Revy and nods to Solvig. And Solvig begins to laugh a little. Uh, <laughs> the scar on Revy's face turns pink. <laughs> I prayed to Milani for revenge and she sent her. She sent revenge. <laughs> I cannot thank you enough for everything you have done. Obviously, we have launched the attack. I have my love back. It is now time for you to go. Uh, what, for me to go? I, I mean, all of you, you are going to, to go find the dancing hut? Yeah. Revy, what do you say? You want to come join us and be a black rider? Oh, yes. It was kind of, a, kind of fun having you join the group. I mean, hold yeah. on. I don't know that she just gets to be a black rider like that. I mean, there's a there's an application process, and you know, she's gotta right. start at the bottom and work her way up. You know, but I mean, you know, what maybe are you eventually. Saying? Are you saying that I am a slave? I'm just saying that Do eventually you, you might become a black That's rider. Like we we've worked very hard to get where we are, and so well, we'd like to see some of the you know initiative. No, no, no! You. A person just found us and said you're black riders. Oh, okay, that's yes, fine. Okay, that's what happened. Never mind. I guess anybody, you're you're a black rider, and there she's a black rider. Everybody's a black rider. Then I guess there's gonna be nothing. I killed a dragon. <laughs> I helped. <laughs> also, you have to finish this particular uh, mission if you become a black rider. So, otherwise, you die. <laughs> oh. And uh, Revy turns to Bella and says, My lady, will you release me from your care? She looks to Solvig and back to you, smiling, and says, Yes, I am safe now. Thank you for everything. And Revy smiles and turns to the group and says, Well, looks like I am your fifth black rider then. My best friend! Okay. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and it's part of it. Chip will go over to where I'm assuming that they've just displayed Astrid almost as a martyr for their cause. Um, and, you know, he'll, he'll take a moment with Astrid. Um, We're never gonna forget what you did. I messed up. I told you my job was to keep you safe and... Yeah, I didn't do that. Revy crosses to Chip and says, Who is this? Well, this is our friend Astrid. Uh, she died. Well, she died when we were on our way up to save you and Bella and all those all those kids. She was a she was a good fighter mm. and a good friend. I can see that, 
But you, I think, were a good friend to her. Mm. And now she is in the power of Milani. May she always be blessed. Yeah. Zolvig well. actually approaches Astrid as well and looks to ch- you, Chip, <clears throat> and says, Do not worry, her body has been preserved until her family arrives. Mm. We, I, we recognized the symbol of the Naram family from the land of the Linorm kings. We sent off messages and we actually have already received two in return. Uh, one, the first was from uh, Thorin and the ki- king's council saying they supported us and they, they were sending an army to support the heralds of the summer's return in our endeavor. The other was from uh, Yensena saying she was proud of what her daughter did, who she was, that she died with honor. Her twin, Aaron, will be leading the army, heading to White Throne, along with her other brothers, Casper, Indris, and even Biartan, who will be blooded in battle for the first time. However, Valder and Werner, however, uh, will be traveling to return their sister's body to be laid at rest in Halgrim. She only requests you make her death worth it. Of course. Someday I hope to visit there. But until that time, I'm gonna keep the spirit of Astrid with me. Uh, takes the cloak of the Yeti and throws it over his shoulder. Hey, that's a nice cloak. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she and I argued about who should have it. <laughs> I'm glad she got it, but I'll take it now in memory of her. That is a good idea. What do you all do? Well, what are we standing around for? We gotta go find a dancing hut now, don't we? Uh, that is not a sentence when I was younger that I thought would ever be something <laughs> I hear. That's fair, well, that's fair. We must walk and then you must tell me how a hut dances. <laughs> ah, yes. It's weird. <laughs> Yes. Quick question: Does anybody not is anybody not wearing a cloak? Oh, uh. I have because I've got a um, my cloak of the cloak, the thing of do, you resistance. know what I'm talking. Yeah, thank you. I've got a cloak of resistance plus one. It adds plus ones to all of your saves. If anybody uh. would like that. Ah, I think Revy would probably like that. And Soraya raised her hand as well. Oh, go ahead yeah, and give it to Revy. No, go ahead and give oh. it to Revy. Oh, I was okay. gonna say we were gonna have a good old fashioned. Yeah, you can roll you off. can roll off for it. No, you guys I mean my saves are pretty good, so <laughs> doesn't ever hurt to have Andrea one more have to cloak. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead and take it. Alright, so, I believe there are a whole Saraya. bunch of items that uh, that chip failed to identify. Yes, he'll, he'll, take a he'll pull to try them to out. out what they oh. do. <laughs> he'll pull out all that stuff and be like, oh yeah, by the way, we found a hoard of treasure. <laughs> uh, my spellcraft is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, the, the owl figurine is actually a serpentine owl figurine of wondrous power. 
don't know if you know what that is, but this figurine either becomes a normal-sized horned owl or a giant owl, according to the command word used. It communicates with its owner by telepathic means, informing her of all it sees and hears. The transformation can take place once per day with a maximum duration of eight continuous hours. However, after three transformations into giant owl form, the statuette loses all of its magical properties. Mm, uh, the awesome. scrolls are a scroll of blink, a scroll of scorching ray, scroll of sea invisibility, wand of silent image, 12 charges, a wand of true strike, 16 charges. Ooh. But that wooden shield, you don't really know. But you could take a wild gander that it's probably just a plus one shield. Okay. Uh, definitely, I feel like Miyuki should have that wand of true strike. Because if she ever wants to hit with that bow and arrow, she, <laughs> she's got to. She get, true strike will give you a plus 20 to hit anything, so. That's a lot. Uh, sure. If I can use it. Yeah, I believe it's a bardic spell. Can it, uh... Uh, the rest of that seems like Soraya and Skeslin stuff. Uh, True Strike is not on the bard spell list. What? And... It's... Druid, though, right? Druid, sorcerer, wizard. Oh! Well, y'all are taking a look at inventory. I want to shout out Kyra Onassi has followed us, and Scott Denuso gifted a sub to Willow Ridley. Oh, how nice. Uh, True Strike is actually Alchemist, Blood Rager, Inquisitor, Magus, Psychic, and Sorcerer, Wizard. Roll up, roll up. She can have it. <laughs> Revy, they're trying to hand you this wand, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 I, uh, I'm, I must uh, be completely honest with you. Uh, what is this? Because I know the sword, and that is what I know. You want me to have this? I mean, I guess we sort of presumed you're talking about all that blood region that you knew a bit of magic. Is that not the case? No, I, I, I know some magic. Sure. Your, your tone doesn't inspire me with a whole lot of confidence. Well, you don't inspire me with a whole bunch of confidence. That's a good comeback. You got me really good there. So the, the, the main question, though, is, like, can you use the wand? Because if you can, you can have it. If you can't use it, then, I mean, like, I'll hold on to it for you, but... Well, I don't know. Maybe you hold on to it. Or now. Okay. That sounds fine. Uh, if you want it back, you just let me know and you can have it. Okay. <laughs> and after the stare-off finishes, what do you do? Well, we're ready. We must yeah. get to the hut. Should we rest some at some point first or after? I mean, it's... Way? I think the problem is that we created this distraction for a very specific purpose. Yeah, we gotta so go. We can't really wait till it's over. Even though it'd be great, I would love a nap, but <laughs> we're going. All right. 
Uh, so we charge out to Market Square. All right, she did. Solvig did mark uh, Market Square on the map for you, so you know exactly where it is. It's actually fairly close. Yep. The area surrounding White Throne's Market Square is now overgrown with a thick forest that erupted almost overnight around the Dancing Hut. Every day, the Winter Guard had chopped down the forest only to see it regrow overnight. The streets around the square are a wreckage of stumps and fallen trees, and many of the traders residing in the Merchant's Quarter have been evacuated. The Market Square itself has almost entirely vanished, save for a few buildings that are now completely out of place in this strange landscape. You walk up to the only entrance you can find to this massive forest in this city. The shops and homes of the Merchant's Quarter stop abruptly at a towering wall of evergreens that has burst through the snow-covered cobblestones of the city streets. Ahead, the trees part to form a winding path into the dark forest that has replaced all sights and senses of the city around it. I'm actually going to show you a little bit of what this path looks like so you guys have an idea of where you are so on the map you're going to be entering from the south which is all the way to our left uh and i have already cleared kind of what you can see into this forest Mm. Hmm. Hmm. oh i see north is Mm. north North is, is yeah that way is lengthwise. Okay. Well, we'll go north then. Yes? Uh, y- yes. Sounds good to me. I you walk follow. straight into the forest. Cool. Straight did in. Anyone, did anyone do a perception check? Oh, no, no. We were waiting oh. for you to do it. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> Should I do perception or an all? Yeah. Okay. Or both. Or both. Well, I rolled a 19 on perception, so that's going to be a 29. 29. Uh, Are you rolling this as you're walking? What what are you, just a general? (laughs) Like, is there anything specific that you're, (laughs) is there anything specific or a specific area? And like, where are you on the map when you are perceiving? Where am I on the map? Uh, I, I... Like, are you just doing it as you walk? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'd like to, at the entrance of the forest, do one. Sure. And then continue to perceive as I walk. Well, I mean, we got uh, eyes, Jamie. I was just asking if there was something specific, general area, just overall, or if she was like... Looking everyone, at the tree or what? Okay. Everyone, we all close our eyes and we walk into the forest. I would, I would like, I would like to perceive danger, and I don't think I can perceive traps, but creatures, anything that looks out of the ordinary. Uh, Soraya is very knowledgeable about yeah. trees and bushes and creatures. So yeah, 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 Something that's yeah. like weird. And if there's bird seed lying around, also. I should get like definitely a plus like one on any check involving trees because I read that book about trees in like four or five episodes ago. I'm just saying. Cover to cover. 
The first thing that you notice is as you walk into uh, this entrance, there are massive footprints here um, that seem to like figure eight back on each other. And it seems like there are three different sets of footprints. Uh, it looked like there was a guard here. And you recognize these were ice troll footprints, but you can tell from the tracks that they have run away from this area. I think there used to be ice trolls here, but it looks like they ran away. Oh, that seems either really good for us or really bad. Yes, because you don't know if they're running toward the town to help or if they're running away from something in the forest. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps I should walk further in and perceive more. <laughs> oh, good idea. <laughs> well, you said you also wanted to look at the trees. <laughs> so I can tell you Unseemed about abnormal. Great. <laughs> you are looking at these trees, Saraya, and you grew up in a forest. Like, you should know a lot. You read that book. Like, these are not like any trees that you have seen. These look like evergreen trees, but like the the needles coming off the leaves come to a sharp, sharp point. Sharper like, than normal. Very sharp. They look almost needle-like. And if I roll a knowledge nature, can I find out what type of tree this is? You would actually need to roll a knowledge... Uh, yeah, roll a knowledge nature. These are the trees from Fern Gully. Eighteen. Eighteen. You do not know what type of tree this is. It looks a little mutated or um, evolved from like a pine tree type of tree, but it is not a true pine tree. It's an angry ant. There's something different about the trees here. I don't think they seem as friendly and conversational as ones we've encountered before. Oh, that, that sounds bad. Yes. Oh, like, like those trees. Yeah, I remember when we talked to those trees. Oh, and they were lovely. Yeah, they were, they were nice. So wonderful. Yes, I'm not, um, I'm feeling as though these ones are a little more dark and scary and possibly want to pierce us with their needle-like branches. Oh. <laughs> Does anyone have knowledge planes? Yes. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't have knowledge. Uh, uh, yeah, we know that you don't have any useful knowledges. Don't worry. Uh, I actually will I cast. I do. <laughs> I'm stuck into chip, not you, Muki. <laughs> I love that Megan, as Muki, is always like, "Do I have a knowledge?" <laughs> yes, I have it. It's like a, yeah. such a surprise every time. It's great. <laughs> I have planes. Mm, that is thirteen. Thirteen, Skeslin. Uh, I'm actually going to cast heightened awareness now that we're now that Saray is so busy looking around and we're trying to figure out what's going on. Give myself a little boost. 
Uh, ooh, nice. Uh, 24. Hmm. 24. Um, Miyuki, you're looking at these trees as well now that Soraya has pointed them out. And it you're agreeing with everything she's saying. Like, this doesn't seem right. But Skeslin, you actually take a look at these trees and these are from the first world. Mm. Oh. These are not from the material plane. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's generally bad. Uh, yeah. So, the trees the trees are from a whole other world uh, and is going to be very closely connected to the Fae. So, if you've got them cold iron weapons, those would probably be really uh, good to have handy. Uh, everyone just want to point out that we just got raided by the Mercs of Mischief, so shields up! (laughs) Hi, Mercs of Mischief, thank you. (laughs) Right, how do you shield, shield, I don't know. Um, yeah. And Soraya, with your 29, I know I'm being a little nugget about this, but uh, you take a quick look to the east and west as you pass two offshoots of this trail. And it seems like to the west, there's kind of a small body of water. And it seems like a pretty clear path to the left. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary over there. I think we're supposed to go up here and to the left. Uh, If supposed to, does that mean like that's where whatever wants to kill us has put the trap? Or supposed to as in get away from the trap? I never thought of that before. Oh, okay. So either that's the clear path forward and that's the way we're supposed to walk or Someone put a clear path there, hoping that just a group of adventurers would walk through it so they could trap them and harm them. I guess we're just going to have to decide which is which, or we're going to have to burn the whole forest down. And you all know I'm not very fond of that idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, we should not burn, burn down the forest. I mean, it might be the only thing keeping this, this hut safe. So, oh. you know, why don't we just go? Uh, I mean, we're gonna explore the entire thing, right? So I say we go center to start out with, and we'll branch out from there. Sounds good to me. You continue forward on this path, and I'll clear a little bit of the map for you, so you can see what's happening. I see very confused faces. Yeah, wow, wow. Okay, what? In fact, I will take you to a zoomed in version of what you're looking at. You walk up to this small clearing and you see this thing in front of you. Dark forested paths lead uh, north, east and south out of this large clearing. But the way to the north is blocked by a rippling hemisphere of churning darkness and twisted shadows. 
The surrounding trees seem to lean toward the area as swirls of nearby snow and forest debris are sucked into the vortex, accompanied by a distant roar of wind. On the other side of the dark phenomenon, the path leads to a forest clearing containing a dilapidated wooden hut perched atop two giant chicken legs, surrounded by a picket fence of bleached bones. Oh, it's right there, and all we gotta do is get around this ball? Uh, do you think yeah. that that ball thing is like the thing that brought us to this world? Maybe. What? Would I be able to knowledge nature it? The ball? Uh, this is not a knowledge nature. This would be knowledge arcana. In fact, it's a knowledge arcana or knowledge planes. I has both. Wait. Me and Candace uh, are over here like this. Twenty-two arcana. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm just curious. If you don't want no, to, that's I, fine. No, I did. I, I just wasn't sure if uh, if hers if hers got it. But I had a, uh, a 27 total. 27. Okay. Yeah. Soraya, were you going to do one or no? No. Okay. Miyuki, you're looking at this vortex, and it comes to you that this vortex is actually draining reality from this area, taking everything nearby with it. Uh, but it will take some time. It could take a week, say. Uh, you don't know how far into the week it is. And Skeslin, as Miyuki is talking about this, you think that, yeah, this is a some kind of vortex drawing reality from the material plane. But there are multiple external power sources that sustain this vortex. If they are all destroyed, you think that the backlash could disrupt this vortex as well. Oh, I understand. You? Well, what? no, not really. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to understand. So, uh, I mean, don't fact, walk Skesslin, into that. <laughs> you know this is called a reality siphon. Well, that's very cool. I, I'm almost loath to get rid of it. It's a very interesting piece, and I wish that we could spend our time studying it and possibly taking control of it in some fashion, but unfortunately <laughs> it looks like we're gonna have to smash the devices that get it going. There's something giving this little dark swirly thing power and we've got to disrupt it if we want to get past. I would not recommend trying to power through it. It is not at all like the portal that brought us here. Uh, do not sip into that. It would be very bad. Ah. I throw it like a rock in there? Well, no, don't do that either. You see, it's actually, um, you see, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, disrupting reality around it uh, pretty rapidly. So I don't think disturbing it in any way is a good idea because it literally uh, destroys the laws of reality around it. And we don't know what'll happen if even just a rock goes in there. Oh, a rock at it. Well, I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, uh, I tell you what, that sounds like a great idea. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna head back. Um, I'm gonna head back for a little bit. You guys tell me how the rock works out though for you. <laughs> no, 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 but maybe, maybe. All right, where are we going? Uh, 
I mean, we just have to go around, right? Or like cut through the trees. So there is a path to the east for you by the reality siphon. And further back, there was one to the west and to the east. Yeah. I wouldn't try to cut through the trees. Those don't look like uh, um, friendly trees. If that's right. Yeah. I would stick to the path myself. That's what I'm planning on doing. Soraya, you're a, you're a druid, right? So. Oh, yes. Why don't you turn into like a bird and then fly over it and tell us where we need to go? Um, I can't do that. Yeah, I, you know, I keep asking you this. Like, why not? I've never been a bird before. Yeah, but, but I thought I thought most druids can do all that. Um, no. <laughs> Not me. Well, this um, is a shocker. Well, see, you know how I can cast a fireball, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, I, I, I can do that. But you can't be a bird. I can do this, and I'll cast dancing lights. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, you cast it. I get it, I get it. All right, so you're... Oh, All right. do you need a bird? Because I can get us a bird. I'm not sure <laughs> if you listen to me, though. Um, but we can try. Huh. Really wish oh. I had my fly spell. Uh, All right. Yeah, get a bird for us. <laughs> get a Get a bird. It's not gonna work. <laughs> no, it's not gonna work. Uh, oh, oh god. Um, how tall are the trees? <laughs> oh no. These trees. This is a bad idea, and I love it. <laughs> um, they're twenty. Some are thirty. Some are fifteen feet tall. The shortest is fifteen. Tallest thirty. <laughs> you know, Skeslin, you know how you can just jump off of things and you float down. Okay, I'm following you so far. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> well, I came upon this, and she's gonna pull out this tiny little thing, and she's gonna say, Oh, Skeslin, if you hold this and put it on the ground and quickly jump on top of it, <laughs> a tree is going to grow from the ground and you can come to it. I begin, I begin walking east. Um, and and I have this, and she pulls out like another little like, little 
little, it, to her, I think they're like little wooden chips. It looks like a little like wooden carved chip with a symbol of a bird on it. And she's like, I, um, I do have a bird, but unfortunately this bird can really only deliver messages, but like written ones, not, not like go look at something and then come back and tell me. So I have this one and this will make a tree spring from the ground. And if Skeslin is in it, Maybe he would be able to see what's over there, and then he can just tiptoe off and float down just like a bird. Ooh, maybe Skeslin's the bird. You know what, Soraya? I actually really like that plan, and if I were Skeslin, I would have done it. But I don't have that ring, so I guess we gotta go, we gotta go east. Hmm. Well, um... <clears throat> Are you trying to get me the ring? <laughs> Soraya's like, how do I steal that ring from Skeslin wow. to okay, give wait. it to Chip so that he gets on this tree and I shoot him into the air? I don't know if I want to waste a third level spell for this moment, but I kind of no, want to. For what? No, no, don't you dare. Yes. I yes. I, I fully support whatever I, is happening. I prepared Sky Swim today. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes you prepare sky swim, Jamie, and you're just swimming around in the air. Sometimes you it's you fine. just prepare it. I really it. want Skeslin or or um oh, who's really good at climbing? Because perhaps if you don't flutter down uh like like Skeslin, if you're good at climbing, perhaps um you could just climb down or jump or um, oh, oh, we can this use a tree so like bad. a catapult and as it springs from the ground, someone can jump off the top. Did you say oh. catapult? <laughs> Jamie, if there are any monsters to the east, they can just kill me. Oh, That's fine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're, you're walking down this path, hearing all of this behind you. It's just like... Oh, boy. And... In this oh. madness of hearing your party discussing their plans, roll a perception check. Sure. Uh, that is pretty good. 20, <gasps> um, 25. 25. Yeah. You begin to hear other voices. Hmm. Chip, Chip, look yeah. what I found in my bag. <laughs> what else do you got in your bag? Look, it's a potion of feather stuff. Realizing that my party is is thoroughly engrossed in their plan, I actually will uh, stop for a moment. I will pull out a scroll of invisibility and cast it upon myself and continue (laughs) towards the voices. The voices. You thought you heard... Help! Help! Hey, mister, help! But they stop after you go invisible. Okay. I keep, like, I'm trying to, I, I will try to suss out precisely where the voices came from. You look around, and perched precariously in the branches of the trees here is a small house, apparently lifted into the air from its foundations. The branches creak as the house teeters and sways with the wind. And out one of the windows, you see two children leaning out and, like, just like looking and furiously searching they saw someone down there they screamed out for help and now he's gone 
and you see them like look at each other and look for more people and then they just almost half-heartedly give up and yell, help, is, is anyone out there? When, when you say a small house, only because we're in nearly reality siphon, do you mean a tiny miniature house? Or do you mean like a regular sized but small house that is somehow caught in the trees? A regular but small house caught in the trees. Okie dokie. How high up? Never mind, uh, I'm not there. Yeah, you're not there. I'm still talking to Soraya, explaining how, no, 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 feathered step doesn't mean you can climb through the air. Feather step just means you're lighter on the ground. So, you know, when you're stepping across dirt and difficult oh. things to walk across, that's what that is. It had a feather on it, so I thought maybe you could fly like a bird. Nope, that, that's not how that works. Oh. How high up are these children? They... Let me double check. They are currently 20 feet in the air. 20 feet in the air? Okay. I will pull out two scrolls, both of them the same. Uh, They are both scrolls of levitate. They have a range of 35 feet. And I will cast levitate on each of the children and yell for them to jump. It's safe. Just will yourself to fall slowly down to the ground. Are you just a voice from the ether? Yep. Yes, I'm just a voice from the ether. He could cast uh, levitate this uh, whole time. <laughs> what about our dad? He he broke his leg when this happened a couple days ago. We can't leave him up here. Yeah, yeah you get out of the house because you're children, and I'll go up in a moment and I'll help your dad. But you got to come down first. Get yourself safe. I will. I will continue to help. Don't worry. You see, the older of the two children look. And he steps up into the windowsill. All right, you have to concentrate on moving slow, and you can just float down to the ground. And you watch as he puts one foot out and, like, second guesses himself and steps off. And he begins to float. There you go. That's good. Seeing her brother, her older brother, the little girl steps into the windowsill and follows suit. You see as they step in the windowsill, each of them, that the house kind of shifts in this tree. Roll a perception check. Oh boy. Or do you have knowledge engineering? No, it's just perception. Uh, We're looking at uh, 24. You think that this tree is not going to hold the weight of this house much longer. Oh, and why would it? Uh, All right, I will pull out my third and final scroll of levitate, and I'm quite annoyed at this point because I was hoping to save this for a special time, but I'll cast levitate on myself and levitate up to the the window. You levitate looking into the window. It... It is a small house, but all you see is like a sitting room, a kitchen. There's a doorway uh, on the other side of this sitting room. Mm-hmm. I'll call you down assume... to the. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I called down to the kids. Tell me exactly where your dad is. Describe it very carefully so I know how to go. He's he's in his bedroom, laying on the bed. All right. Climb through the window and start making my way towards this bedroom they're talking about. It's a you mimic house. It eats him. Into uh-huh. the window. 
Roll a reflex save. Oh boy, Jim Jam. Well, I tried, everyone. Oh boy. Yeah, you tried to desert us. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it was a good read. I had a good reason. Uh, 16 on a reflex save. 16. The house with your weight at the window suddenly shifts. Uh oh. To be fair, I can make myself almost weightless because I can levitate at will. Nevertheless, it shifts, but you are able to catch yourself, especially because you cast Levitate. Mm, very good. All right, I'll just start, like, pulling myself along the walls, making sure I'm not on the floor so that I don't, like, you know, make the house collapse. Sure, you start, cli- like, crawling across this floor. What are the rest of you doing? Still arguing Skessling's about feather step. Gone, just standing there arguing, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I I'll speak probably for myself, which is just trying to figure out a plan to to get up high so we can look at places. Uh, and I'm assuming that Soraya is also with me doing that because we were. Yeah, kinda... but I'll notice Gesslin gone. Oh yeah. Uh, I turn to Revy and say, "So how was that bird seed?" I must be honest with you, it was um, like eating um, very sad sand. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good way of explaining it. That was good. Well, prepare for more of it, because it's it's a thing that sticks around. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, uh, uh, Milky. Yeah. Uh, You're a very nice fox. Oh, thanks. I try. <laughs> uh, oh, where'd everybody go? Uh, oh, where's your friend? Uh, That's a good question. Um, let's go the way that I saw them last, which was yes. Well, let's go, yes. Yeah, okay. You two go east down this path, and you see two children standing in the snow in front of you looking up at a house trapped in a tree that is now like teetering to one side and then it'll teeter back a little bit. Uh, Teeter back. That is not a good place to put a house. (laughs) This was badly built. Yeah. Well. Uh, Skesslin, you are crawling along the floorboards and you make your way to that door. Uh, and sure enough, this is a bedroom, and you see a middle-aged man lying in bed, very clearly in severe pain. It looks like he has broken his leg. Okay. Uh, hello. You cannot see me, but I'm here to rescue you, so don't, like, struggle or make a big deal out of it. All right? Your kid's very safe on the ground, and uh, I'm going to grab you under the arms, and I can sort of levitate. So what I want you to do is use your arms to push us back towards the window, um, but you have to be very careful, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying, old man? Uh, is... Phrasma, uh, are you calling me? <laughs> yep, Phrasma's uh, here. Come with me. No, no, I don't want to go to the light. I want to stay here. I don't want to leave. The house is going to fall uh, if you don't come with me, and that's going to be really bad for us both. So you want hit. You want to hold him, and then he's yep. going to guide the both of you. Yes, that's right. I can hold uh, up to 500 pounds with my levitate. I can levitate up to 500 pounds. So I'm going to hold on to him, and he's just going to push us along out towards the window. (laughs) 
Jamie, did you have big ideas for what was going to happen with this house? Probably. Like, it's gonna oh, fall. Oh, now, Jamie, oh, if it makes you feel any better, this is using up a lot of consumable resources for me, so I am investing quite a bit in this. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and this man gives over to a voice from the beyond <laughs> who seems to be taking him to the boneyard to meet Phrasma, but he sits up, waits for you to, like, pick him up and gives in and starts guiding you along the wall and even with like the smallest push now you can hear creaks you can hear like it does not seem like this is good but slowly but surely this man is pushing you around the walls over to the window are you uh when you get to the window I'll let him sort of climb out first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. First thing I'll do is I'll, I'll grab the, the ring on my finger, a featherfall, and I'll put it on his finger, and I'll say, "All right, there's a you, this this ring. We'll let you just jump. You'll just float down to your children. You're gonna be fine. Careful with your leg. It's probably gonna hurt a little bit, but you, there's. I mean, hey, this is a bad situation, and the house isn't full of you. So I'd say overall, you'd made out pretty well. Are you ready? Uh, you just want me to jump. That's oh. correct. The ring will safely guide you down there. I know it's a lot to ask, but see all my friends down there? They would have tried a much worse plan, so you're lucky that it was me that found you. Chip's, like, got a big rock already to throw <laughs> it at the house and, like, <laughs> knock it out of the tree. And this man just, like... You see him kind of, like, cross himself in a figure eight and steps off the windowsill. As he does, Jim, I'm going to need a reflex save. Same from Revy and Miyuki, who are standing down at the base of this, looking up. Did did Katie see a spider? Is that what happened? No, I killed a fly, and I was really proud of myself. And then out, like, like I killed the fly. Okay, and that was its own battle over the last, like, five minutes. (laughs) So I'm, like, finally resting, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm safe now. And then a freaking mosquito came out of nowhere. (laughs) And it escaped. So I don't know where it was. All right, what are those reflex saves? Uh, 25. 21. Oh. Revy? Uh, 15. Did you add that plus one from your cloak? 16. Thank you. (laughs) Skeslin, you're able to, like, throw yourself out of the window as you feel this house start to fall around you as the boughs beneath it break. Miyuki, you're able to jump out of the way. You're both going to take half damage. (laughs) Revy. Yep, yep, yep. You're a little slower. Don't quite make I, it out of the way. I was shocked. Okay. I swear, if you can at me again. <laughs> Revy, you take 18 points of damage. Okay. Miyuki and Skeslin will take nine from the debris flying everywhere, the house coming tumbling down out of this tree, crashing into the ground. The man floats down and 
his children run to him and and embrace him and he he looks around for where this voice is coming from he he looks to miyuki and revi and i i i don't i don't know who it was but um thank you for one more day i oh and he's just looking up at the sky just in awe of what happened they all could have easily died uh hi <laughs> i'm miyuki uh, hi uh, miyuki i'm i'm karen i'm karen oh a good you got out of that house at a good time. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we did. Um, do you have any idea who was up there with me? I I don't I don't I, who what I don't even I don't know what you're asking. Did you have a wife? Anyone else in the house? Maybe I don't. Uh, no, it was just just my children and myself. I. Oh. Oh. Why well. are you in such a bad house? I, I don't know. The trees just began growing around us and lifted our house into the air one day. I, there was nothing we could do. Ah. You know, I, I, uh, I guess I've just got to leave it up to the deities, huh? I was going to give whoever it was this, this amulet, but <laughs> I guess I'll hang around onto it. It's my lucky amulet now. Uh, I will, uh, at this point, I have snuck up next to Chip and I slap him hard in the face so that the aggressive action will end my invisibility. Like, oh, Chip, sorry, I just, uh, I had to, it's a magic thing. Uh, Yeah, 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 no, I get it. Magic's weird, man. (laughs) I look over at the, the, oh, I was like, oh, that must be my amulet because I'm the one that saved you, so, so thank you for that gift. Or saving you and your children? No, no, it couldn't have been you. This person was invisible, and um, as you basically threatened to put him back up into the tree, Skeslin, this man, like, shakily holds out this small amulet to you. Ah, well, uh, if if you say so, I I gave this to my late wife years ago to keep her safe, and uh, you saved her children today, and she would want you to have it. I also would want me to have it. Very good. Can I? <laughs> Chip doesn't like the awkwardness. He channels positive energy and tries to heal the guy's <laughs> leg. Uh, that's six points of healing. Oh, hey, and look, you're, you're, you're healthier. Uh, the man does look a little less in pain, and the children do look a lot better. But his leg is very broken. Uh, you would think it will need a little more. I gave than him ten just... more points. The bone oh. magically starts to reform. <laughs> um, does Skesslin have the amulet now? He does. Oh, Skesslin, that's so beautiful. What is it? Well, I'm not really sure, but I Can think I... it's a lucky amulet. A lucky amulet. Can I spellcraft it? Sure. If he lets me. Sixteen. Sixteen. You've seen these before. In fact, a lot of your party is wearing them. This is an amulet of natural armor plus one. Oh, oh that will make you more lucky. 
You're already the luckiest person I know. I've already put it on. Like, I, I put it on almost <laughs> like, immediately after the guy gave it to me. I was wearing it. So Soraya was just, like, studying it while it was on me. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> uh, but this man gathers his children, gives you sincere thanks, and books it for the front of this forest. Before he goes, I'm like, oh, wait, hold on now. Yeah, that ring that you're wearing, that's mine, too. So I'm going to need that. Ring? Have it. You... What? Yeah, I put oh, a ring right, on your right, hand right, so right, that you right, would, right. yeah, give it and back. He, <laughs> he gives you back your ring. <laughs> All right, now you can go off. And they run off terrified of what just happened and whoever you five are. And we're going to call it a night there. Oh. <laughs> you guys are too much sometimes. Because it was oh, too yeah. much <laughs> I love it. All right, Dat fam, we love you. Have a great night, and we'll see you next Monday for more crits and giggles. Good night. Bye, everybody. We'll Bye. See ya.